Hi everyone, welcome back to Daily Manna, where we're learning to feed on the Word of God chapter by chapter. My name is Andrew, and today we are on 1 Corinthians chapter 2. In the previous episode, Carlos mentioned that there are at least 20 aspects of Christ that Paul presented to all of us in the book of 1 Corinthians. Paul presents Christ as God's solution to all the problems that we face or encounter in our human life. Today I want to cover two aspects of a wonderful Lord Jesus Christ from 1 Corinthians chapter 2. The first one is Christ as God's wisdom in the mystery, and the second aspect is Christ as the deep things of God. God's wisdom is hidden in a mystery, and that mystery is the deep things of God. When we hear something like the deep things of God, many of us automatically think it's over our head, too deep for us to understand. But I hope this episode can help to understand a little bit more of what Paul is speaking in 1 Corinthians 2. Let's read verses 6 to 10. But we do speak wisdom among those who are full grown, yet a wisdom not of this age, nor of the ruler of this age, who are being brought to naught. But we speak God's wisdom in a mystery, the wisdom which has been hidden, which God predestined before the ages for our glory, which none of the rulers of this age have known, or if they had known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, things which eye has not seen, and ear has not heard, and which have not come up in man's heart, things which God has prepared for those who love him. But to us God has revealed them through the Spirit, for the Spirit searches all things, even the depths of God. Let me repeat verse 9. This verse is so awesome. But as it is written, things which eye has not seen, and ear has not heard, and which have not come up in man's heart, things which God has prepared for those who love him. One critical matter that's needed for us to receive and experience the deep things of God is the matter of loving the Lord. I'd like to read you a commentary regarding loving the Lord mentioned in verse 9 from Recovery Version of Study Bible. This commentary has really helped me a lot to understand what Paul is writing to us. Here it is. To realize and participate in the deep things of God has ordained and prepared for us requires us not only to believe in Him, but also to love Him. To fear God, to worship God, and to believe God are all inadequate. To love God is the indispensable requirement. To love God means to set our entire being, spirit, soul, and body, with the heart and the soul, mind and strength, absolutely on Him. That is, to let our entire being be occupied by Him and lost in Him, so that He becomes everything to us, and we are one with Him practically in our daily life. In this way, we have the closest and most intimate fellowship with God, and we are able to enter into His heart and apprehend all His secrets. Thus, we not only realize, but also experience, enjoy, and fully participate in these deep and hidden things of God. This commentary emphasizes that for us to see and to enter into the deep things of God, we need to love the Lord. This is an indispensable requirement. It is only when we love the Lord in such a way that we are in a position to enter deeply into God's being through Christ and explore by the Spirit the vast wealth of the deep things of God which are Christ as our portion. Furthermore, I would say the love mentioned in this chapter isn't just our initial love in the beginning of our Christian life. This is the development absolute love. This is the love which in the book of Revelation is called the first love. This is the love which loves the Lord above all things, matters, and persons. This is the love that gives Christ the first place and the preeminent in all things. When God as love is infused into our being, we are able to experience and enjoy Christ as the wisdom hidden in God and as the depths of God. When our whole being, spirit, soul, and body are exercised and set toward the Lord, 
who are actually cooperating with the Spirit of God, who searches the deep things of God, and allowing the Spirit to make these things known to us. In this way, we can know God's secret, the desire of His heart, hidden intention, hidden from the natural things of man, but revealed to man in the Scriptures. God is actually looking for people on earth who will love Him in this way, because He surely longs to share the depths of His being to us. It is a good exercise to ask ourselves, how much do we experience and enjoy the Lord? How fresh is our love toward Him? Is it as fresh as the morning dew? Are there other things that we love more than the Lord? No matter where we are in our condition with the Lord, we can daily practice to tell Him that we love Him. We can pray something like, Lord, I want to be brought into the hidden wisdom and deep things of God. Lord, I love you. I want you to develop my love to the othermost. Cause me to love you with the first love. If we would genuinely pray in this way, I believe this is the prayer that the Lord loves to answer. God wants to bring His people to a deeper love. God has made the mysterious and hidden Christ our destiny, yet it never came up in man's heart. It's only revealed to those who love Him. What a destiny we have as believers. Our destiny is to experience and enjoy Christ as the wisdom of God and the deep things of God. Another point I'd like to bring up is that when we love the Lord with the first love, we become a blessing to those around us. I believe there are some around us who have been poised for a long time to hear and respond to such a word. We can be under the Lord's blessing to minister a word to satisfy the hunger of those who really love the Lord and want to experience and enjoy Him. Our enjoyment and love of the Lord will become a pattern and incite others to come up higher than ever before in their understanding and experience of Christ. That's it for today. Keep loving the Lord. Keep enjoying the Bible.